Hello, I couldn't decide which one to say. <laughs> and welcome to Oh What a Marvel. And we are talking about everyone's favourite tormented anti-hero who likes to go around at night time beating people up. Everybody, this is our Morbius spoiler review. <laughs> of course, we're talking episode two of Moon Knight. I don't have the title of the episode. At hand. Uh, summon the Suit. Summon the Suit. Yeah. Yes. And oh boy, I'm just gonna say it. Like I really, I really like this episode. This yeah. is shaping up really nicely for me. And um, I'm hearing like a, a bit of discourse online though. It seems like this show seems to be dividing some people. I don't know if you're hearing that. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Circle. Yeah, um, I hear. <laughs> I keep hearing people like complaining about the CGI, complaining about uh, in this episode specifically the humor when he's like in the suit kind of like comparing him to like deadpool and stuff i'm just like mm -hmm. he can't he, he just can't can't please anybody you know i don't know yeah i do think a big part of the the um the contra controversy is um seems to be with people who are like hardcore fans of the moon knight comics mm. and i think um i mean i don't want to jump ahead but we, we'll, we'll jump around because yeah, we, we, sure. we're talking about it um sorry with the whole uh, mr knight suit thing um, he's from like a more recent run in the comics, and I haven't read that run. I've read a few of the runs. Um, I read like the early two thousands. Um, Charlie Houston, I think it's Charlie Houston and David something. It doesn't matter. I read their run. I read the Bendis run, but I never read this um this Mister Knight stuff. But what I can assume is the case is that because Moon Knight is just an unhinged, brutal beat you in the face a million times vigilante right what i'm assuming is that the mr knight persona in the comics is probably more of like a calculated you know like collected um extension of the moon knight persona so i can understand if people are a little bit upset that they're um kind of made him more like because the way that it's presented is like that stephen grant's like version of like where he's yeah. tried to manifest the moon knight and he's made this quirky suit wearing version which you know doesn't necessarily mean that that's the only way we're going to see that version you know that version could come back round you know M mark specter could maybe use that that form later down the line i think they yeah. just because the iconography of that suit is be kind of become really big in the comics community, I think they just oh, okay. really wanted to get that that suit in there. I get Personally, that. I, I've never so read on. any of the comics, so like, I, it yeah. had no it had no uh, ties to me at all. I just I thought yeah. it was I thought it was fun, uh, and it, it fit kind of like what I would expect yeah. uh, uh, Stephen to to kind of come up with. You know, yeah, it made sense in the context, <laughs> and I enjoyed it. I mean. Maybe it would have been cool to have just had them kind of go with the, like the regular Moon Knight for like the first season, and then maybe you know kind of push the boundaries and and do different like versions of the suit and stuff in future seasons. Yeah. But they wanted to get it in there because it does look really cool, and it it worked for for where we are with um with Stephen. So with that, we'll loop back round to the beginning. And he he's waking up in his bed again. He's tripping over the thing. And with the um with the foot chain, I was going to ask you, Josh. So 
it must he must lock it right. I mean, and he I has would, to leave. I would hope so. <laughs> and he has to leave the key within reach of what where he is. Yeah, Mark would find that. Surely he must find that every time because there's only so much ground you you need to cover. It's yeah. just the radius around you. It's going to be around the bed somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, is that really working? Obviously the, not. Combination lock. Yeah. That Stephen only knows the combination to. These are the I don't, Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a combination lock, but Doesn't I don't know. Like honestly, it. I'm not sure if they ever actually showed him specifically unlocking. No, they don't. I checked. Okay. I've watched it like two and a half times now. <laughs> um, but anyway, he's got to get to work. And as we know from last week's episode, he did not leave that place in a good in a good place, really. Yeah. So we're like, how is he going to handle this? And he just goes straight in there. He just goes to the security the, um, the security guy, and he's just like, look, I need to really need to watch the tape. Yeah. Um, so he's just going to lean straight into it. And... Well, I mean, he really thought he was that there was going to be evidence on this thing, you know, of of all the shit that he saw. Yeah, rightly yeah. so, because a lot of shit kind of goes down. And, you know, obviously he does have his mental health problems, so maybe it could be less real than he perceives. But, you know, as I've said before, this is, they try and maintain the mystery of is it real, is it not real. We do have the advantage of knowing that the show is called Moon Knight. So we know he's fucking Moon Knight. There's no way yeah. around that. So I'm expecting to see Moon Knight on the um on the footage as well. I'm like, well, he's just, you know, out with the identity. Like, let's just get this known so I can try and, you know, get help and figure this out. Yeah. But we don't see any of it. Yeah. There's no there's no um giant jackal as we find out we're calling them now. And we don't see him in the Moon Knight costume either. Yeah. And, so yeah, um, it makes it, me wonder, like, does anybody see him in the outfit? Well, this is what I was going to say, because later on in the episode, um, <clears throat> in when, when they're fighting in the street and the bus, the, the jackal is invisible to everyone but Moon Knight. Yeah. But it, it seems that the people on the bus can see him getting p- smashed up against the window as yeah. Moon Knight, so they can see Yeah, it. that's true, yeah. But he and, she, and but, she sees yeah. Mr. Night suit, so like... Yeah, she. Everyone the suit sees is obviously visible, which. But yeah, yet he doesn't show up on the security footage, and neither does mm. the jackal. But nobody can see the jackal, but they can see Moon Knight. Yeah. Later on, so I'm not sure if that's like just a logic hole, or you know, for convenience, or if there's actually something to that. Yeah, you know. No. Is Moon the, the jackal at least mask himself from at least with cameras? the jackal it's it's uh, they're kind of keeping it the same you know nobody can see it so it makes yeah, sense that they can't see it on the camera it's what you know yeah it's, really it's so more about know. why can't they see him in the suit on the camera yeah I mean he's powered by God so we don't know kind of where his abilities extend to maybe he's able to just kind of like magically mask himself from being seen on the cameras yeah maybe. Um, you know, it, it's very Fight Club because you know when we when we get yeah. the um, reveal at the end of Fight Club and we see um we see our our boy Jack getting dragged across in the um car park and the um security footage and it 
he thought he was getting dragged by somebody, but he's not. He's just dragging himself. Yeah. Now, obviously, it doesn't really make sense that you would be able to drag yourself like that. But for the sake of, like, just the visual medium, it's just an easy way to, like, show the audience, like, how the character's, like, perceiving the situation. So maybe it's just a stylistic choice for for that purpose. But maybe we'll find out. Yeah, maybe. But um, anyway, security guys like, well, I've got to send you to HR now. Yeah. They're not going to like this. <laughs> and we get a great line. We get so many great lines in this episode. There's one with the security guard where he's saying how this is going to melt your mind. This is, you know, MI6 bonkers, bruv. All of this stuff is absolutely <laughs> killing me. Um, and then they, they send him to the HR and, and then the HR guy says, look, you're not alone. And he says, well, that's part of the problem. Like, <laughs> and I don't know if that goes too far into like, it, I thought that was as far as making a joke out of a serious problem. I thought that was tastefully done as it, as it can be yeah. at least. But who knows? Maybe Maybe some yeah. of the stuff is going to rub people the wrong way. You know, maybe they're going to go too far with the like the humor of like the um with the personalities and stuff. But yeah. I think that was more just the first episode to ease us into it because we definitely go way more serious for this episode. Yeah, that's true. Um, which I think is a good thing. There's none of that like weird, like random, like really bright scene halfway through the episode for the oh, for, yeah. like a chase or something. That was really distracting but we 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 stay dark and you know lots of mirrors we get a really big mirror motif like that's we're using that as a visual representation of him like Mm -hmm. seeing the different sides of himself um when he look when he gets fired from the job he has to hand in the name tag which i thought was a nice little foreshadow of like you know he's gonna have to hand in this steven personality and give it over to the mark and we get the reflection in the table um so I'm really digging all of that stuff. Like it c- could be on the nose, but I think it's just shot and just done just enough and tastefully enough that it- it's not taking me out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so then what do you do when you get fired, Josh? You need to talk to somebody. You find a statue man in the park. <laughs> I love this dude, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because like when he gives him the hug, because he he he's talking about all this stuff and, and he doesn't he doesn't move, he doesn't flinch or anything. He gives him the hug and he, he like turns his head and looks toward him. I yeah, thought that I, I thought that was it. just a great little subtle thing that they did with that. Yeah. Yeah, it was I was quite touched when when he acknowledged him. Because yeah. he was clearly able to like not move even when he was being like talked to and everything and hugged. But he made the choice of like, yeah, I'm going to give you a, a little eye just, just so you know that I feel you, bro. Yeah. So I love that. But then I wonder if there's the gonna, eye... if they're gonna if there's something more that's going to happen with this guy later on. I it's hope just not. It's going to be these not... kinds of uh, of scenes. Uh, it, it better not be the thing where he's the guy that gets killed in like the penultimate <laughs> episode to really push him over the edge. Like I'm going to get this guy now. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah. 
Yeah, if, if, if Ethan Hawke wants to find another way to piss me off, he, he, he better try and fuck with the statue, man. Try and fuck with the statue, man. <laughs> yes. But the statue, man, does give him the... Um, Give Stephen the idea of the storage locker because you know he has got the key for, or the um the tag thing for the storage yeah. locker. So he he runs around to a whole bunch of these different places. Yeah, I love it. He's like, I've right been one. to five different branches. I was like, damn. Because when he first walked in, my immediate thought was, how does he know which one it was straight away? And he's, he's like, nah, this the I've been to five other places. The guy's like, I know you. It's fine. I've got you. Don't worry about trying to explain the name thing. Yeah. Just going to take you straight down. We've got the eerie corridors. The, the score in this in this episode, and the first episode as well, is just so good. Yeah. Like, I'm actually, like, even in some of the, the Marvel movies, I don't, I find the scores can just kind of get lost in all the kind of other excitement and and stuff. And they they have a hard time, I think, standing out with the scores in the MCU movies, as well as like trying to make them all so different when you've got so many different character themes at this point. Yeah. But I'm really digging all the music in this. It's like mm-hmm. cinematic quality and it's standing out. I'm not going to hum any for you right now, so don't put <laughs> me on the spot. But we get all this suspenseful stuff as he's going through the corridors. Again, we've got all these blurred reflections, like... Mm-hmm. Um, he's always there with him, you know. It's just letting us know he's there always there. And depending on what kind of environment he's in, kind of dictates like how prominent we're seeing these reflections, and like which kind of gives you a sense of like what to expect. Yeah. In the in the upcoming scene, where we get to the um, he gets to his room or his locker, and it, which he's made into a room because he's yeah. got a little camp bed in there, and he's got. a a gym bag full of money, passport, gun, um, and the scarab, of course. And then, and then we get a nice heart to heart between Mark and and Mark and Stephen. We kind of clear things up a little bit. Um, he doesn't care how handsome he is, which I thought was another fun little line. Like they're really doing a good job of like sprinkling the humor in in like. Like a darkly, you know, like you know, just a snarky, self-deprecating humor, which I yeah. thought was 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 just handled really well. Instead of like more of like the kind of like slapsticky stuff in the first episode. Yeah, but that again, was something I was worried about. In. You know, going into the first episode, I was worried that that's what it was going to be because, like, you know, what I know, what I knew of the character is that it's you know, it's a darker kind of a character and. You know, Marvel's kind of known for just throwing random jokes and stuff in where they probably shouldn't be. Um, but I was, I'm happy that we haven't really gotten a lot of that uh, so far in, in these two episodes. Yeah. Again, I think I definitely feel like that was a choice for the first episode <laughs> to sprinkle in that 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 nice shiny Marvel stuff. Yeah. Before we really just start to to go deeper with with you know into the character's mind and also into like the general you know, overarching story. Yeah. Um, I did think it was funny when uh, he was like, you can just take a, you can just take a nap over on that bed. <laughs> and cause it's like, I mean, realistically, he's not going to be sleeping there for long because he, you know, if his body gets taken over, it's going to be up. But 
I just thought that was really, uh, really funny. Take like, you go take a nap on that bed. Yeah, he's definitely trying to bargain with him, and, yeah. and he's not having it at all. He no. he definitely doesn't want to want to give up. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into this now because he says things like, "No, you come into my life, you're ruining everything for me." Like, and he kind of said a lot of things like in that kind of vein over the last two episodes, and I feel like he's a alluding to the fact that Stephen still thinks that he's the primary personality and that Mark is just something that took over for a little while and then and now he's back and now he's trying to come back again, you know? Yeah. And I I had the realisation watching this episode, I think they're going to fuck us up because I think at some point we're going to have to watch Stephen, um, you know, we're... we're you know, the other um, shoe's going to drop and he's going to realise that he's not... He's the made-up personality. He's not the original personality. And that might not be the case, I'm just assuming, because in the comics, Mark Spector is the the main dude and all the other yeah. ones are the personas. And they might flip the script. But I think they're going to bing-bong us, you know, like in um Inside Out, where we have to say goodbye <laughs> to bing-bong. yeah. I think they're going to do something similar with Stephen Grant because that's because mm. he's so affable, right? And they've made him so like whimsical and and lovable. And I think to watch him like come to terms <clears throat> with the fact that because again I'm going to jump forward, but at the end of the episode where he finally does give over control, and he starts to say like I don't like being in here, I can't do anything, like like he's claustrophobic or something, yeah. which totally makes sense. And I think at some point he's gonna he's gonna have to commit himself to you know to that as, as his life when he when yeah. he realizes that he's not he's not the real one. Um, well, if you th- yeah, because if you think about it, when whenever Mark takes over, Stephen's just gone. You yeah, know, he, you know he's not locked inside, knowing what's happening the way that that Mark Steve, that uh, Mark is. Um, yeah. And Mark makes a comment at one point that you like know, it's actually hard to do it. Yeah, it's hard to do it. Yeah, and and he focus. talks about how he's the he made a deal. So it's like that made me think. Well, it made me think that same thing. Uh, is he the the primary? Because he had to have been around in order to make this deal. And I, I I'm just, I really want to know yeah. how it all kind of started. And I think you're right. I think we they might they might swerve us, and we might find out that Mark it's been Mark the whole time. But then, I mean, they they could take it even further than that because I don't. I'm pretty sure there's um there's other personalities as well in the comics. They I, I couldn't tell you their names off the top of my head, but there are like a couple mm. of other ones maybe. So then, like we could get down the line. And maybe Mark's not even the primary. Maybe there's another one that we haven't even met yet, like the original one that had to get locked away for the mercenary. Then we brought in Konshu. Then we had to bring in Stephen Grant to balance all of that out. And then the the original one maybe just keeps getting buried further and further down. There's a lot of stuff they could do with this. And if they went on into, like, you know, season two and three and all the different personas and, you know, definitely opens it up. I feel uh, like I feel like if there is a deeper uh, primary, he's probably psychotic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I feel like it's got to be some. Yeah, down. 
I feel like it's got to be something like big if that's the case. It can't just be like another guy like either of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would have to be something else. And, you know, let's give Oscar Isaac another chance to flex. Yeah. Because he's really nailing it. And the accent is, like, so good. And it's, like, it's not, like, perfect. But I think, like, it works for the story that it's not exactly perfect because it is Mark doing it. It's Mark doing an accent. He's not actually British as far as we know. So I'm really enjoying, I'm really enjoying that. Um. And I maybe we just got used to it from the first episode because the first episode I was like, yeah, the accent's good, but like the mannerisms are like maybe a bit t- too cartoonish. Yeah. But I think it would, he's definitely like growing into the character. I don't know if they film this, these um, <clears throat> Disney Plus shows chronologically. I kind of feel like they might, for some reason in my head, it just tracks that that would be an easier thing to do for, for these shows than it would be to film a movie. Yeah, in chronological probably. order. I mean, they might do but, each episode kind of like scenes out of order, but I feel like they probably do the actual episodes in order. Yeah, I would assume. I don't know. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Um, so he's um he's running away from the um the storage locker. Conchu's back talking shit to him yeah. again, and then we, we get, get we, we get, get a, a much better look at, at him in this episode too yeah we we really do he looks fucking sick yeah like that thing is like terrifying looming like he's like what nine foot tall or something you know he's not just like like a big cloudy silhouette thing in the sky or just a voice in the head they kind of just went with like that tall skinny creepy gangly look which i love Oh yeah, I thought it was it was he looked badass. So I know some people were complaining and like comparing uh him to like like the CW like stuff like CGI and the C- I'm like really I th- I thought he looked really fucking good. I don't know. Yeah, I thought he looked great. Uh, I mean, I definitely get like Venom vibes from him. Um, just the way that like he kind of like puts him down in his head. Mm, yeah. Um, but also, he's like, I do need your body, so I've got to kind of support you as well. Yeah. Um, so I love that vibe. We get a great moment. We get a classic horror movie freeze-frame scream from Oscar Isaac, <laughs> which I thought was beautiful. That was another it, thing a lot of people were complaining about, was the freeze-frame. It, it, it did take me out because it, they've not done anything else like that yeah. so far in the series. It... it so it all like it kind of almost took me out, but yeah, because like I, for I a second I was like, did, did my did my Disney Plus freeze up for a second? That's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, I first. thought the same thing because yeah. um, I watched it on my phone once, and I was like, is this just freeze framing? But I watched it on the TV, and it's the same. It's just like, okay, no, that's um, that's intentional. Yeah, and I do love it. Um, but I'm a big fan of like that Sam Raimi crazy style. Mm-hmm. Um, went to see Morbius and the, the, saw the Doctor Strange trailer on the big screen, and I was really appreciating all of like the visual flair that he's bringing to that movie. Yeah. So when I saw that moment in Moon Knight, I was like, "Yeah, all right, it's a little bit out of place, but I'm here for it." And maybe further on in the series, they'll do other like random weird little flourishes like that, and then it won't make that one seem so out of place. Yeah, maybe. Um, in hindsight, yeah. but we meet up with Layla. She's on a moped. Conveniently, she's got two helmets ready to go. 
I don't, like, this is a superhero show, so I don't want to be too nitpicky with the logic stuff. But she did have two helmets ready to go. Rather presumptuous. Hey, you never know where you're going to pick up a passenger. <laughs> I mean, she was following him. That's true. But I don't know. There's a lot of presumption to have to carry another helmet when you're riding as well. Yeah. It seems like. I mean, I don't know because like, I, I, I've never ridden a, you know, one of the, a bike like that. Uh, I don't know if it has any sort of storage compartment. Maybe it was just in there if there was one. Other than that, yeah, that would be really kind of awkward to just be carrying around an extra helmet. And if we, if we're gonna go down this rabbit hole, she should have brought another helmet for Mark as well. But she didn't think about that. Yeah, so she doesn't know because she's not believing for a second. She she thinks that this is an act. Yeah, and he's been riding on the um on the moped, and he's being all awkward, right, clumsy, trying to hold onto her shoulders and stuff. And she's like, "Can you not do that?" And then there's this really subtle, tiny little moment where he, like, really, like, tenderly puts his hands, like, around her, like, mm-hmm. and you can tell from, like, the way that he does it, it's like a muscle thing, like, he knows her, yeah. like, he's done it before, and then that's right before she casually drops the the information that they're married. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was such a really cool thing to, to show, and they do that a whole bunch of throughout this episode these just tiny little foreshadows and they can come like a few seconds before a um a plot point or an event or yeah. they can come like minutes or you know and we and, and loop back around later on in the episode yeah and i just think they're doing a really good job of that and it kind of is a nice like symbol for kind of like how he's slowly like learning things in a weird kind of order and piecing things together and yeah. finding new parts of himself and like the people around him. Yeah. So, I think, I think, you know, with all that, you know, the, the writing is, is fantastic. Uh, so know, the way they were able to kind of put those types of things in there and then, and then the directing, cause they got to be able to put it all together the right way. I don't know. I thought it was all really well done. Yeah. It's the, it's the exact opposite for what they were doing in Morbius. I hate to go there. <laughs> But Morbius has really, just a sidetrack, Morbius has really great performances, but just the writing is just so bad and it just lets it down so hard. And it's these kind of little flourishes and details that, you know, it doesn't need to be big operatic, like emotionally gut-wrenching character arcs. It's just these tiny little moments that you can sprinkle in that don't cost yeah. anything. They just take a little bit of, of thought and care. Yeah, and it just elevates your product to to, to to different levels, and we we get back to the apartment. We we're getting Mark in the windows. He's like, "Don't get her involved in this." Like, but but Stephen's like, "I'm reconnecting with her." You know, I think she's the only one that can help me. I kind of want to show her the bag of stuff. Um. She's still not believing it, and you got to think like she was mar- if she's married to this guy, we don't know for how long. But was there never any hint that he had like mental health issues, like because, or did maybe did she think that he was like a professional actor in in their actual lives? Because this that would be one hell of a performance, right? 
Yeah, what, that's what, what, what that's what makes on. me think that I think Mark actually is the primary, and that maybe he didn't always suffer from this. Because like I don't know, we don't really know a lot about Stephen uh, and his past. So like, there's been a couple he, of hints of like him talking to his mom, and is she? Yeah. Was he talking to her? Was he not talking to her? I think is all I, of I, his his past, yeah. his quote unquote past, made up. And just kind of in his head, you know what I mean? Yeah, I no, feel like there's going to be because we see him like making phone calls to his his mum in the first episode, and then when she says in this episode about, "Oh, you're talking to your mum again," he kind of has this weird look. So yeah. I don't know if we're going to get like a Norman Bates thing, like where the mum's dead and he's not talking to anyone, or you know, there, there's going to be some spooky little twist in there with with the mum is that just another um is the mum just another persona that he developed you know that they, they could do that yeah and and again with sprinkling all these like classic horror movie tropes into this that would be a perfect kind of angle to to drop in there and wouldn't be as weird as you would think it would be weird to say that we're going to turn Moon Knight into Norman Bates because that's what the fans want you think they're complaining now <laughs> you wait till he's wearing his mum's nightwear and he's stalking <laughs> you in the shower <laughs> yeah yep. you want to see Moon Knight in a shower cap is that what you want Lufin there it is Let's do there it. you go <laughs> that's the version that you want we'll call him shower night shower night <laughs> no that's, that's all you need, just one shower night a week. Yeah. Um, keep it going. She gets the bag. She, she, she sees the scarab. She's like, oh, yeah. I see how it is. You were hiding this from me. So we find out that they've been, or they were working together to try and get this thing. So now she thinks he's trying to double cross her and divorce her, which would be brutal. Like, he just yeah. married her just to get closer to this scarab. Like... That'd make him even more of a villain than Ethan Hawke. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it, we, we, we don't get time to figure this out because we get the fake police show up. And oh, yeah. I, know, yeah. I know that Stephen is a bit of a noob for all this stuff, but he knows that there are like culty people after him and he still jumps to the conclusion that the police are coming to arrest him for destroying a bathroom. Yeah. And I'm I'm just like, really, Stephen? Like, they did have, like, fake badges as well, but come yeah. on, man. Que think. Yeah. I, I thought he doesn't play it very smart at times, so. No, and I get that he's not supposed to be savvy. Yeah. But, again, he's already aware that there's, you know... Mark's literally just told him there's people that will come and kill her and, and mess you up for this scarab. Stop telling people stuff. And then there's a knock at the door and he's like, hey. And, and the way the guy barges in, he's, he's pretty obnoxious. So, you know, there's definitely fault on both sides. But she, she, she jumps out, the Lena jumps out the window. He gets a fake arrested. Um... They've got they've got the police computer database system though, so they've got that, which is great because that means we get some backstory on Mark Spector now, and the yeah. mercenary days, and him <clears throat> doing some job in Egypt, 
you know, executing people, you know, which is all stuff from like the comics, you know. So we're sprinkling some of that stuff in there. Which I so thought do was do we well. think that he was already the Avatar at this point? That he was already Moon Knight, or is this maybe he, um, like where, like that mission or whatever is, is when he that makes mission? The deal? I believe is where, <clears throat> yeah, shit goes down. Um, I'm I'm not familiar with the details. I haven't read much of like the classic Moon Knight stuff. So as far as I'm aware. There's a there's a job in Egypt. There's double crosses going on. He gets left for dead, and then that's when Conchu appears to him and okay. and says, "I'll I'll give you a second chance at life if you if you be um become my avatar." So kind of like know. Ghost Rider. Yes, yeah, Ghost Rider. <laughs> they're they're out. In, in Egypt, so I don't know if this these executions take place, and then maybe one of the other guys that he's doing this job with then turns on him, and then shoots him, or you know wounds him, and then tries to make off with the money or whatever the the loot is. Yeah, you know, and then he has the visions of Conchu that saves him, and I, I again that that could all. Be, they it could be different, but they've they sprinkled enough of that in there now. It's like okay, we're gonna get like the classic Moon Knight stuff. Like we're 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 coming into it from a weird angle that some of the fans aren't used to, but we are we 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 do have the space in that to still play with like the classic origin, and I do think we're gonna get that. I think this show's only gonna go deeper <clears throat> and darker. Yeah. Um, and, and jumping ahead once more because you know, just like just like poor Stephen's mind, I'm just backing and forth, back and <laughs> forth. But we do go to Egypt at the end of the episode as well, so I think that yeah. would be a perfect setup for us to then get like some flashbacks and oh yeah, that would maybe be cool. have Mark like explaining to Stephen like, okay, here you go, here, here's here's the story so far. I and wonder if we'll to get speed. to see. Um any of Ethan Hawke as Moon Knight. Cause like he, he said that he, yes. he was the avatar before. Um, so I, I'd be interested point. in seeing something like some flashback of that and seeing how that kind of came about, how he lost it, it, like why he was I mean, no, why he's no longer the avatar. That'd be interesting. I'd like to see it, but I don't know if he'd do it because Ethan Hawke hates superheroes. <laughs> yeah. Well, he'll now, only be the villain. Now he's getting paid to be in, in one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. If if he wants to, if they want to do a a scene or or just a couple of shots of that, I'd be pretty down. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't really make a difference. It's just Moon Knight. You can't see the face. I just want. I want to know what happened that made Kanchu decide. Yeah, you're not good enough anymore. I'm moving on. Yeah. You know, like because uh, you I'm know, curious about that. you would assume that they just disagree. But then from what we see, Kanchu just fucking. Even the people that he does bond with, he's just giving them shit all the time. Yeah. So he just he just likes to to have beef, <laughs> I guess. So I don't think this like moral or ethical disagreements is really a deal breaker for Conchu. I don't think it matters what your politics are. Yeah, um, you just need as long as you're doing the job. Something you need something that 
we're not sure what if there is a specific quality or if it's just you know like right place right time kind of situation yeah you know you're bleeding out in egypt here i am it's time <laughs> yeah you know right. or, or we'll find out how kind of even hawk got involved with it with it in the first place yeah yeah i i hope so um I worry that you know six episodes isn't going to be enough, almost. But I, you know, yeah. I got, I have faith that they can do it. But uh, I guess, I guess we'll see. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'm, I'm, don't feel like I feel like there's a lot more meat here than something like Hawkeye, where you could really get into it. Yeah. But then, because of the nature of like this kind of story, you can reveal the information in a non-linear fashion so you could do like season two and three and you're still like filling out all of that backstory you know throughout the show still and it's not feeling like like too much of a slow burn you know and they're mixing it up so they could jump around like we have you know take note yes so (laughs) it, it it'd be cool but i've not really heard much on if we're getting a season two, some of this stuff they like quick to announce season two when season one's yeah. already out. Other times they wait a bit. And I, I feel think... like with the Marvel shows, I don't think they've they've done that with any of them, have they? Uh, announced the season two while season one was still going. Because I mean, most of their shows don't even get a season two. I think Loki. It was like. Either during or right after, okay. Like as the last episode was coming out, so maybe they they wouldn't have. I I, I think I know like what, I know what, stuff I know what if more. they did after, uh, yeah. after season one. Maybe I'm just thinking it. more like the Star Wars shows. They've been quick to announce like yeah. season twos. Even with Obi Wan, there's already been like rumblings. As soon as the trailer come out, they're like, "Well, maybe we'll see how it goes." Yeah and like bad batch and, and all that kind of stuff yeah so who knows then he might just make the jump into movies and just start popping up in movies i, I don't know how kind of fluid the back and forth of that is going to be moving forward once like we've had a couple of years to these shows to like gestate a little bit yeah and then you know new kind of characters start coming out in in the movies and how much they're going to start i wonder if we'll get like a like a midnight suns show with like moon knight and blade and werewolf by night and all that stuff so i would like i would love that as a like i would love that as a movie personally but i'd take the show obviously but i think if i think if all of the the, you know shows you successful enough and blade's going to be a movie as well so if some of the characters in there will be like established as movie properties from the get-go and then you could fill out the you know like the supporting cast with your moon knights your daredevils yeah and all of this kind of I'm, stuff i wouldn't be surprised did you watch um eternals yeah I'd, i really i wouldn't eternals. be surprised if black knight winds up in this midnight suns thing he would fit in there totally yeah. um he fits in there a lot more than he fits in trying to fight a celestial like <laughs> yeah i mean black knight is like a mythical ancient fucking powerful dude but he's still just a dude on a horse with a sword like <laughs> yeah. that's that's gonna and at the end of eternals he's ready to go fight some celestial yep. with a sword he there's not even a horse how is he just 
how is he going to get up there to the celestial with a? Oh, now I've got a magical sword. It's on now, bitch. No, <laughs> shut up, Dane. Let the yeah. Eternals deal with this. Yeah, <laughs> winged horse or not, you're on the bench, son. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Um, but anyway, so we 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 get to um the Ethan Hawke socialist village. Which is all seeming lovely, but we, of course, we know it's not going to stay lovely. Yeah, no. And, you know, everyone's like watching a brainwashy video. He's going on about this logic, this like minority report logic of like, we've got to kill people before they commit the crime, otherwise, evil will never mm-hmm. end. And I don't care if I've got to kill some kids to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, I love how, how Stephen just kind of goes kind of at him about, uh, you know, are you going to kill kids and all that stuff? Yeah, I thought that was great. he's not holding back now. He's like, he's definitely being more assertive. Yeah. You know, even if it is kind <laughs> of like with like goofy, like he's, he's still got his, his, his own mannerisms, but he's definitely like, I don't know, man, I'm kind of had enough of this shit. Uh, I'm going to, I might as well just start saying what I think, you know, I haven't really got much to lose at this point. Yeah. And hey, the, the, the fucking moon god's probably going to save me anyway if anything happens. So that's fine. But then Ethan Hawke got a magical object of his own. So it's true. You know, he, he, he whips out the old purple glowing staff. <laughs> he start, he's doing a spell, not sure what he's doing. He's summoning the um, another jackal, um, Moon Knight, and or. I say Stephen and Layla are trying to escape. She's busting out some serious action moves, which yeah. I thought was cool. So some of that action was great. Then jumping out the window and through the, 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 the wooden panels and all that all that classic stuff was great. She's trying to get she wants Moon Knight to come out. Mark wants to come yeah. out to help, but he's he doesn't want to quite give it up. Yeah. So then he's trying to activate the Moon Knight himself. Which he does right as he lands from a fall, and we get Mister Knight, yeah, which is Moon Knight in a suit and tie. Which again, as I said before, is a is a thing more recent from the comics that they. I actually didn't think we were going to get, get it early in the season. I thought it would no, be. No, I didn't. Because like we see, like we we got like uh, images of it um, before the show came out, but yeah. I, I thought it would be like maybe episode four or something. Yeah. I still think that it, and again, I'm not overly familiar with that stuff, but I still think they should have kept that in their back pocket for a later season. Yeah. Um, I think that would have been a cool evolution to just have happen later on throughout the show. Presuming, of course, that it progresses to like a season two and three and whatnot. Yeah. And I think, to be honest, when when studios do that, where they like throw everything from like a character's history into the first movie or series, I think it just shows lack of faith that they're not sure if they're going to get another series or movie. Yeah, because Aquaman did the same thing. Like they just threw all the villains and all the like storylines from the comics, like and just amalgamated them all into that first one. It's like, hey, we we're not sure if we're going to get another Aquaman movie, so we might as well do all the stuff. Yeah, and I, I feel like we've seen a lot of um like newer properties kind of do that and it it just yeah. it just whips a tiny little bit of lde 
just take your time, hold some things back. We'll we will want more. If you oh, hold yeah. something back for us to want, we'll come back for it. If we yeah. know it's there, you know, sprinkle it in, sell it up, hint at it, post credit the shit out of me, whatever you need to do, but you don't need to give it you don't need to give us the whole sausage yeah. with the first bite. Okay? Yeah. Um, oh, have, but again, it was agree. fun. I liked seeing it. I didn't mind that he was all like jokey and dance dancey and like bantery and and like slightly incompetent until he gets that one really <laughs> fucking sick haymaker on the yeah. on the jackal. Oh, that was a satisfying. Well, he punch. like takes the coat off, rolls up the sleeves, he's ready to go. Yeah, he's like <laughs> barroom brawling with this thing. Yeah. Like bring it on. And and then it but then it goes it goes a bit south. He's getting his face smashed into a bus. And yeah. It's not going so well. And then Mark comes out with the best, probably the best thing that he's ever said in his life. The perfect argument of look around you. You're not doing that great. People are going to get hurt unless you let me help. Like, yep. so he's playing into, you know, playing up to, to Stephen's good nature. So he's like, yeah, fine. You're right. Let's, let's, let's get, let's seal this deal. Let's get this shit done. And then we get the transformation into the classic Moon Knight. Which is and we're so getting, awesome. He's running up, he's climbing <laughs> up the building. He's doing some classic rooftop jumping. Yeah. This is the stuff that we want. And we have to wait till not only the end of the movie, but three Spider-Man movies to get that classic, you know, street level, running through the, the rooftops and the alleyways, superhero stuff. Yeah. And all the superhero properties these days, because there's so many, are try everyone's trying to like do something different and do their own spin on it. But sometimes I just want a classic man in a cape jumping across a rooftop. Just <laughs> give it to me. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> I give I, you can have your eternal spanning thousands of years and your suicide squads of your unknown D list characters, but sometimes I just want a dude in a cape jumping from one building to another, and it looks so good. He's got Absolutely. the crescent darts coming off of the chest that he's using to like climb and also like throw them around. Because even oh, yeah. Batman's not doing this stuff anymore, Josh. Right? He just walks <laughs> into bullets. Yeah, he totally superpower. does. And like, like he can, at least in this new Batman, he can take off the the fucking the bat thing. It's like he can do that. a pair of knives, and he could have been using them all movie. We get one like we get like one grappling hook shot and yeah. a really lame wingsuit. It's like we're just nerfing Batman and no batarangs. Everything no, no batarangs because we, we want to make everything so gritty and relatable. <laughs> and Moon Knight, you know, people used to say that Moon Knight was like a a Marvel rip off of Batman. But sorry, Batman, you just took back second seat now because Moon Knight <laughs> is is. In and he's got the gadgets, he's got the jumps, he's got, he's even got like, I, I don't know if it was just me, and I'm, I'm going to say this and it's going to sound like an insult, but it's not. But the music for this scene reminded me of like Joel Schumacher Batman music. Oh, right? yeah. And, I, and those movies say what you want about them. I think the scores for those movies are really good. Yeah. They're not Elfman, they're their own thing, but I really love those scores and I definitely felt that. You know, like almost like vaudevillian, you know, like operatic 
Yeah. You know, whereas a lot of like the street level and the dark stuff these days, they kind of tend to go more like for the electronic, you know, gritty, grimy, you know, industrial sound almost. Yeah. So it was nice to have some more like orchestral stuff, but it's got some of that Eastern flavor from like the, for the Egyptian, you know, elements mm-hmm. and stuff. Jackal lands on a spike. He's gone. Moon Knight takes yeah. care of him real fucking quick. However, Hawk does get away with the scarab. And Stephen's now getting claustrophobic and he's all trapped. And I'm sad. But we're going to Egypt next week. Yeah. So we any, a, anything we you want to add to this, Josh? After, after the jackal and uh, Stephen is trapped inside, we get we get a great scene where... Uh, Mark loses his Mark shit. Just, yeah, he loses shit and just, just like destroys the mirror. He just starts smashing it. Yeah, he's it just was, it was intense. Unhinged. Yeah, it was brutal. And I think we they wanted to show that he's just as you know he's not like the put together like superhero version of Stephen. He's just as broken, just in his yeah. own way. You yeah. know, they're two very different like fragments of a of a of a person. Yeah. So yeah, no, you you. You're right with that scene. I really, really felt that. It didn't feel like they went too hard. You know, it wasn't like Kingpin in the car door, brutal. You know, because, you know, windows aren't as important as people anyway. So that's, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, they really, they've earned like going to this level. Like if they would have just come out with like that level of darkness from the get go in episode one. I think a lot of people would have been like, oh, okay, you, you're, trying, you're trying to do Daredevil light, you know, with a quirky British accent. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it, we're not buying it. But, but kind of swinging into it, like, out of left field, like they have done, I think has really, really done a, a good job for, um, for the show. And I'm hoping that we just keep going down this rabbit hole. But at least yeah. things are going to be physically a bit brighter next week. If we're in Egypt, we're yeah. going to have some sun. We're going to see some sand. Maybe climb some pyramids yeah. and probably go on a mercenary mission and and backstab and murder and uh, and get involved into a deep mystical conspiracy. Any final thoughts, Josh? We've been going nearly an hour. Yeah, uh, I, I'm. I'm really excited to see where this goes because there's so many possibilities that we can get yeah. out of it, and, and yeah, ha- having them go to to Egypt now, I'm really excited to see what they do next. So I'm really like I'm really liking the show quite a bit. So hopefully yeah. it uh, it keeps on going and ups that level. So I love the line as well. It's like, where are we going? Where do you think? And yeah. then just cuts <laughs> to Egypt. It's like, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> we go to Egypt. Yeah. Um, and I'm I wonder really um, because I feel like if Steven ever takes control again, he's never giving it back. You know what I mean? I now mean, that he knows what it's like to be trapped inside. Yeah. I have a hard brutal. time believing he would ever give it back. Um, I, but he's going to have to sleep eventually, right? He can stay awake for like, a few days at a time, but he's gonna have to sleep. That's and true. M- Mark is a mercenary; he can get out of the cuff, the leg cuff thing. Yeah, I think quite easily. Um, I, I, I would imagine that he does, and then he just, when he's finished doing what he needs to do, uh, sorting out his storage locker and setting up his camp bed, 
and then he just goes back, gets in the other bed, and just ties the leg back up, right? Yeah, and probably. then that and then that keeps Stephen unaware that up until this point that Mark, because Mark was doing stuff, he was arranging dates and and filing for divorce. So he's been active. It's just that Stephen's only just recently become aware that he's still active. Yeah. And of course, the the biggest question is, what was it that that made Stephen come out in the first place? Yeah. If it if he was or is a personality that has developed later on, like was it because Mark was? It, it, it appears that Mark was already like Moon Knight before Steve kind of and then like went away for a little while then Steve comes out gets the job at the museum and everything yeah so what what happened what you know that made him be like you know fuck this I've, I've been a mercenary I've been Moon Knight I'm just done I need to lock this away or or is Stephen just a, a result of him having to deal with Conchu and all the other stuff, and Stevens just pushed himself out and taken over for a period of time as a self-defense mechanism of like, dude, you need to stop fucking with the vengeance. You're gonna like, you're gonna go over the edge, you know? Yeah. So a lot that's of good the questions. Stuff that I'm interested of, to find yeah. out. A lot of good questions, and hopefully we'll get a lot of good answers. So. Yeah, man. Do you want to tell the people where they can find us? Or you. Oh, yes, uh, you can find me at uh, at Movie Blog Merc on Twitter. Uh, that's you know where I post all my stuff there, uh, right here on the <laughs> YouTube channel. If that's where you're watching it, be sure to hit the like button, hit that subscribe button, click that little bell to get notified for all the other shows that we post here. Uh, and where, they, where can they find you, man? You can go and get me on Twitter at Dean Lewis twenty ninety nine, where I post funny things sometimes and nobody reads them every time <laughs> and other than that you can find me here every week talking about moon Knight. we're probably going to be talking obi-wan we're we're doing all the good stuff that the people love because oh, yeah. we like to make the people love us by proxy because that's why we're on the internet Hells have yeah. a good night <laughs> catch you guys next time peace <laughs>